Welcome back, everybody. This is Rachel Prince, rentalpreneur and Airbnb realtor here in Indianapolis. And today is kind of a cool show here on the Airbnb Entrepreneur Podcast because we're actually taking a little uh, tour of the Ecobee Smart Buildings, which is kind of the commercial side of the application that's going to help you streamline you, all of your different Ecobee thermostats. Now, for those of you that don't know about Ecobee out there or not using this smart thermostat for your houses or for your Airbnb properties yet, you will learn more about that on this show with Mike today. Mike Adams is here with me and he uh, it works in the marketing department and the commercial side of Ecobee. There's a real need for us property managers and owners of a lot of different properties to actually be able to streamline looking at the thermos, the temperatures of all of these different properties and make different requests on these thermostats. And uh, Mike's gonna go over today what the functionality is and what the need for this kind of streamed line application um, that they have is available for us now. And uh, Mike, is welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I wanted you to kind of give us a little bit of um, introduction to uh, what we're gonna be learning today. And then of course, uh, a little bit more about yourself and how you came to be working with Ecobee. Sure, so uh, I've been with Ecobee for about five years now. I have a heating and cooling um, background. I currently hold all my gas licenses and such, but I wanted to get into something different. So about five years ago, I looked up a company called Ecobee. Uh, it was a very small company then, and then here we are today. So I currently work on the Smart Buildings team. Uh, I've been with the company through a number of different departments and first starting off in the customer support team when it was only around six people. So I know the products very well. Um, but now with our new smart building application, we rebuilt the commercial portal from the ground up. When before it was very old, clunky, it hadn't been updated since about 2009. But uh, here we are today, building it from the ground up, giving it more updates on a two-week basis. And I'm going to show you what this portal looks like and some of the features if you have a number of different properties with smart thermostats in them. This is how you can benefit by using Ecobee and the smart buildings portal for your uh, renter's experience. So a couple things. One is for people who don't know about Ecobee at all, why don't you describe for us what Ecobee is? And second, uh, tell us a little bit about um, the launch or the need for this, um, you know, different portal that we're seeing. Yes, definitely. Um, so our Ecobees, we're smart. We're a smart thermostat company. We're actually the first smart thermostat company to get to the market. Uh, we actually beat Nest back in the day, but unfortunately they had a very good marketing <laughs> campaign. Um, so we've been focused more or less since the beginning on more commercial spaces. But in about 2014, we came out with our first Wi-Fi smart thermostat with wireless sensors, uh, wireless mm -hmm. sensors. Those sensors, uh, that was on the Ecobee 3. So we've been now updating our product line, we have now the Ecobee 3 Lite. Think of the Lite as a lighter version of the Ecobee 3. It doesn't have a wireless sensor, but it's still compatible with them if you want to use them later on. And also the Ecobee 4. Um, those wireless sensors, they not only detect temperature, but they also detect occupancy. Two in one, completely wireless, uses a little battery where you don't need to run a wire or anything throughout your home. But those so let's just clarify. So let's just clarify, because this is what really sold me on Ecobee 
over the nest. And that was the fact that, let's just say I have a three or four bedroom home and the bedrooms are upstairs and we have the thermostat downstairs. That's gonna be you know, uneven in the, the therm, how do you say, the temperature gauge. So I was really impressed with the fact that you could just place one of these little individual standing sensors in one of the bedrooms and or like up the stairs or upstairs somewhere in the hallway to get a better gauge of what the temperature is going to be up there. And so when I realized that I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, this is 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 a really good idea. And not only that, like you said, I can see if my room is rooms are occupied or not. Uh, you know, with this sensor. And that's all they do is, you know, sense occupancy and temperature. It doesn't uh, do sound or anything, which I, you know, I, I always put a little label on the sensors that say, you know, this is part of the thermostat, do not disturb it. Because it's the only thing I wish you guys would have already put on there. Because for my guests, I, I feel like they think I'm spying on them if I don't do oh. that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they, they don't spy. They only detect motion and, and temperature. Uh, they don't yeah. have the ability to send any of that kind of any no. video information or anything no 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 or sound but it but there are other like you know we did i did a podcast before on sound and there are ones that do sound but this one does not so it's just a fabulous invention it's why i switched over actually it's why i chose ecobee over nest it's it's the reason because if you have a really big house and you have different areas in it this will help you keep it streamlined within um the temperature so yeah Excellent. So tell us, tell us about this portal because I feel like it's new. Uh, it's a new development by Ecobee to help property managers or people with a lot of houses to streamline it. Is it new, this portal? It is. So we launched it back in the summertime, uh, just in about August is when we came out with the first rendition to our customer base. It was lacking some features then, but like I mentioned previously, um, we are able to update this portal since we built it from the ground up on a two week basis. Now, whether that's just back end things that you're never going to see to some simple coding to make it more secure to adding a brand new feature every two weeks, we're having these updates uh, and the benefit with this portal is you, uh, if you're using a residential portal, you're limited to around 16 thermostats, that's it. After that, the portal starts to get a little, um, it's not Bogged designed down. for more than 16. <laughs> exactly, it's not designed yeah. for that, because most people, they don't have 16 thermostats in one house. Yeah. So we saw the need for people that, like yourself, that are renting out a lot of different properties where we designed the new commercial portal. Great for businesses, great for people that have a number of multifamily units and structures and houses. Or now they can all live in one portal. You can have an unlimited amount of people, a limited amount of thermostats in this portal. And then you can also invite other people to your portal. So no longer do you need to share your login credentials Love so the it. person can look into their account. Now we can give them their very own login information. Um, you can give them different tiers of access. And coming very soon, we're also releasing what's called a user tenant model, which will be great for your situation where you'll be able to have the tenant actually register the thermostat under the residential portal. They can download the app, they can access everything through the app, through the web portal, however they want, and then you'll have full visibility as the renter, is that the word, rentee? I'm not exactly sure the rentee, term. Yeah, the rentee. The, the rentee, renter, yeah. you'll the be tenant. able to see all the properties. And when, let's say the tenant moves out, you don't need to go to that thermostat to reset it, you'll be able to reset it all remotely. Okay, this is great because first of all, back to the login. Yes, it's it's right now my assistant has to log into my account. It's got my home on there and I was like, "Wow, man, she could really mess with me." <laughs> so, <laughs> so we were laughing about that the other day. 
And um, and then, uh, you know, just just her being able to log in separately with her own and, and have her own um, administrative levels. I like that because I don't want her to have access to my house per se. So the other thing you mentioned was the ability for the tenant or the guest in this case to um, register their own. Sometimes we have long-term guests stay and they, uh, you know, they want, they need different access. So I have some owners who want me to lock the temperature, but in this case, you know, we would be able to grant them access. So I think that's great too. Do we have the ability to do certain functions within this portal that we would only be able to do at the thermostat of, you know, the house that we're in, for example, change the name of the Ecobee or, yep lock lock the ecobee like if the guest keeps moving it up and down like can we lock it from the portal yes um actually it's a pretty good feature that a lot of our customers really like about this portal you can lock out different tiers of the thermostat you can either lock out the entire thermostat or different portions of the thermostat so they have some access but not full access love that um, and then you so know an example one of the things I noticed that happens is some guests will leave the fan on for 50 minutes one guest did that and we didn't find out about it for months and then it oh. kept the bill hundreds of dollars higher. So that is something that we'd, you know, so this is great. Yeah, and I can dive in and show you some of these great features as well right now. Yeah, um, let's do it. So for those of you who are listening to the podcast, try to listen along as best you can. I will also have this podcast available in a video format on YouTube since we are on a uh, webinar um, type of, uh, thing to see the, the portal itself. So. so when you first log in, this is the first screen you're going to see. Uh, we are a Toronto-based company, uh, so that's why you have a lot of buildings here listed as Toronto, because uh, they're all pretty much in our head office. We have one that's in Indianapolis. We just changed the address. But when you first log in, you're going to see all the buildings listed here. So whether you have multiple thermostats or just one thermostat within a building, this is your overview screen. If we dive a little bit deeper and select one of the buildings, I'll choose our headquarters here. This is just a few of our meeting rooms. This gives you an overview of what the thermostat, all the thermostats within that building, what they're currently reading and doing. We have the name, you can give it a custom name to whatever you'd like. We have the temperature humidity that's currently reading, what set temperatures they're currently set to, which system mode those thermostats are currently running in, and of course, which schedule activity they're currently running. Right now, all of them are in home. And if you have any alerts, it would show up in red on this side here. The screen also shows you if you have any disconnections with your thermostats. You'll notice at the very bottom here, we have offline for four months. Now that's also a ticking timer. That'll show you seconds, minutes, hours, days, weeks, months, years, that sort of thing. So this way you'll know when thermostats are online or offline. Now these are, within that's a big building you guys have oh <laughs> uh, yes it is okay. so they have four different thermostats and where and so these don't have sensors is that what you're suggesting nope they do have sensors and i'll show you okay. that as well oh, um, okay so if, I, if i go in a little bit deeper here i'll select the oh, for meeting rooms okay, You'll yeah see that is a big building so that's like saying you have an apartment building and within that apartment building, you have, you know, four different um, apartments. And now we're going and looking in the apartment and we have maybe a couple sensors within that apartment. Exactly. Yep. yep. That's correct. Uh, some people even do it for regions. Uh, so if they have, 
they'll they'll make a building a region and then all the thermostats within that region but you can do it however you like building is the most popular one where within that building all those thermostats will live um yeah so if we move forward um looking at the overview screen this will give us the same information as before but gives us a little bit more detail right now it's showing us that it's currently running the cooling only in stage one and i currently have an alert if i tap on the alert up here it lets me know that there might be a problem with my cooling system. Right now, it's been calling for cooling for the past four hours, but the temperature has increased by 3.6 degrees Fahrenheit. So that's letting me know that there might be an issue with this system. You might want to get someone to take a look. Gotcha. And if I clear the alert, simply clear it, it goes away, it's now disappeared. You'll see this little box appear at the top that verifies any change you made to the portal, uh, to the portal actually went through to the Ecobee. Yeah. Also on the overview screen here, you'll see that I have some sensors. Uh, so right now I have the thermostat itself. I have a little sens sensor here that's showing 79 degrees and currently unoccupied. Um, this portal Dan's is not working. What's he doing? Dan, he's probably just coming back from a late lunch. So <laughs> <laughs> I'll check in about half an hour to see what's going on there. Yeah. And it's it's kind of handy seeing this type of information here. Yes. Uh, even if you have one of our older thermostats, we made this portal compatible with any of our thermostats, old, new, and then any future ones we might come out with. Oh, good. Oh, that was the other thing I was going to mention was Alexa. We'll come back to that in just a sec. But regarding the sensors, the one thing I really like about it with, uh, you know, be, being able to see if it's a room is occupied or not is if I know that my guest is out of the bedrooms, and I know they've kind of made their way up in the morning and they're kind of ready to like be out in the living room. And then I can, you know, if I have to be in there early or something, I can let my cleaner know, like, I, I believe they're going to be out soon. Or if it's completely unoccupied, I can say, I believe the guest is out. Just make sure you knock first. So it's, it's actually kind of come in kind of handy in emergency situations. And the next, use case. what's that? I've never heard of that use case before. That's pretty good. Yeah. The next thing I wanted to mention before you go on real quick, because we kind of talked about some of the features of the Ecobee 4, but isn't it uh, the Ecobee 4 has Alexa voice control? We want to talk about that for a second. Yes. Yeah, so our Ecobee 4 was our first smart thermostat that actually has Alexa built into the thermostat. So that thermostat, uh, it's not like compatible with a Alexa, it is an Alexa hub. Ah. You don't need an echo, you don't need a dot. It is an echo or a dot built into the thermostat on the wall, complete with microphones and a speaker for it to trigger and ask it all the questions. Which is great, and you can go through that thermostat. You can literally talk to your thermostat to say, you know, turn the lights on if you have smart plugs or um, turn the music on or uh, what's the temperature or actually, turn the temperature up <laughs> yeah no for sure uh, we built a you don't have a to custom. use your finger you don't have to use your fingers it's great exactly just yell at your thermostat yeah. <laughs> um actually it's funny you mentioned that because we designed a specific alexa skill for ecobee thermostats where you can say things like alexa i'm hot or i'm cold and they'll raise or lower the temperature by two degrees all right well enough about alexa let's go back to this portal show us more Sure, so on the portal here, this gives us the overview of what everything's reading, uh, including any sensors that you might have connected. You'll notice to the side here, I have all the same settings I would have in the residential portal. Here mm -hmm. I can create a schedule, simply just adjust it to every day of the week. I can actually copy um, other previous thermostats into this so I don't have to go into each one. And I can show you that in just a little bit. Yeah, that's great because it's very annoying to have to do that individually. 
Exactly. Uh, we're trying to ease the customer with that. With this, and, and just so those of you listening know, a schedule is you know you wake up and the heat goes on at six a.m. You leave for the day and it goes off. Uh, the heat goes off. You come back at home at four o'clock and the heat goes on again, and then you sleep and it goes off again. They say something like that. Program. Something like that. You can you can design it however you wish. What's that? And they say, and they say having a program schedule, um, programmable thermostat can help you save around. Uh, up to around 10 to 15% on your heating and cooling because then it's programmed for different times of the day. And if you combine that with our occupancy sensors, we say you can save up to around 23% with those additional smart settings. Nice. On the comfort settings here, this shows you all the different comfort settings that you would place into your schedule, like home, away, sleep. And if you scroll down to the bottom, we can actually create test. Uh, I have test in here, but you can actually create custom comfort settings for your schedule. Here's some of the test ones that I've made for showing off the portal, specifically occupied and name, but all I do is I just go to the bottom, simply add a new comfort setting, give it a name, give it a set point, identify if people will be home during this comfort setting or not, hit add, and now you can add it into your schedule for this building. Okay, am I missing something? I'm not quite understanding what your what's a comfort setting. So a comfort anyway. setting is, the setting you put into your schedule. So if I go back to schedule here, see how I have sleep, home listed yeah. in here? So if I if I want to create my own comfort setting here, I'll delete Saturday here for home. Oh, uh, because so you're home on Saturdays during the day and you don't, you, yeah, okay. So if you're yeah. home during the day on Saturday, you're, you'll need a custom one for that, for, for the well, weekend or something, yep. maybe. Exactly. Or let's say I want to, let's say all of Thursday, I'm going to be away. So I'm actually going to delete this activity. Mm -hmm. See how it's now disappeared. Yeah. If I want to add a new one, just tap on the schedule. I'm only going to do 30 here. And what I'll do is I'll put in, um, let's say occupied because I won't be here, but maybe cleaners will be here. Uh, oops. Let me just change the times here till about nine o'clock. And there it's we go. It's a deep clean day. It's a deep clean day. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. Got it. So, on this comfort scheduling, I can actually create an unlimited amount of new comfort settings. You're only limited to every half hour of the day to put that comfort setting into your schedule. So, if it's if it, it has the option of if it's on AC or heat. So, in the winter, you know, obviously it's on heat, and you have it, an option for how hot you want it and how cool you want it. So, is that is that right? That's correct. So if you'll see in my comfort settings here, I have specifically for away. I oh, have right. Away. That's why it's so low. I see. Exactly. So this way the temperature will be maintained between, if it's in auto mode, the temperature will be maintained between these two set points. And it's a gotcha. large difference between the two because no one's really going to be there. I can have a much larger temperature swing. Okay. Opposed to my home, you'll notice it's a little bit tighter. Even still, I think 10 degrees is a little bit too warm, but this is just the way it's set up um, on our demo portal. So we have another section here for events. Now events is different than your schedule. This is events, uh, like one-off events that would happen on a non-weekly basis. So we're talking about holidays like Christmas, New Year's, Thanksgiving. Um, in, in your case, if you have large portions of time where no one's going to be renting out. Yes, home, that's what I was going to say. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can you can actually add it for multiple days at a time. You simply just put in the name, 
You can either use a comfort setting or a custom comfort set point. You just move the sliders to what you'd like, and then you select the start and end date and time. So exactly in that case, if someone's not there for a week, they're not renting it out, you can put it a full week of an unoccupied period. Mm -hmm. And how do I, let's say I have like 20 properties that all have a vacancy with that week. Is there any way to do it? Exactly. Um, yes, all the settings on the side there, you can actually do on a bulk change. Oh, you so just click them. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You just go to all of them here, and you'll see that this new bar appears with the same settings on the side as that individual. Gotcha, I said, because that's great. So we're basically clicking on uh, something that selects all of the properties. Let's say you have 20 properties, and you know that in the coldest days of Indiana, they're all going to be vacant for four days, and you can create a new event to actually keep the heat up higher during a cold freeze, which actually did happen here in Indianapolis. We had lots of pipes bursting for places that weren't prepared, so that I heard of. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, no, it happens every winter, and this is a good way of identifying to make sure the temperatures are all maintained. Absolutely. Um, specifically in a mass change like this, you'd be able to see everything overview. But any change you make to the portal, you can actually do on this mass scale. New event, put in the event information. Now, all of those thermostats will be maintaining in that. So now go back to all of your buildings. Like, go back one. Yep. So for, you have these all divided up because like you, like you said, you have like the middle school building, you have the energy team building, you have the uh, restaurant building and all of those have different things with under it. But would you recommend for property managers to just put it all under one building because that way I can change the events or add events or change things and copy um, settings you know, among all of them all at once? Yes. So if you have a number of properties that just have like a single thermostat. Yes, yeah, single thermostat. Um, I would put, instead of a building, I would make it like a district or like an area. Right. Um, right. So you can put like a, a block or if you have like a township. Indy mm -hmm. Metro. Yep. There you go. Yeah, you can put, you can have them all living in that one folder and then making those mass changes would be easy. You can make yeah. the schedule the same for all of them here. So you notice that all those thermostats in that district, I can actually create uh, a schedule for all of them at the same time. And you'll see here I have a copy from, so I can actually copy from one thermostat, put it in there. So you'll see here, I've now done it for every single thermostat in that folder. Great. Uh, I can put a new event in there. I can change the system mode at the same time. So let's say you have a number of thermostats in this one district and you wanna make sure that they're all in the same system mode uh, or they're all connected or if they're all running the same comfort setting at the same time. We have up here what's filtered by. So all I would do is I would go up here and I would select, okay, show me any that are currently offline so I can maybe identify those problem thermostats. Oh, I have one that is offline. So I know yeah. exactly where this thermostat is. I can go and try to get it connected back online. Uh, or I can try to make sure that they're all running the same system mode. Show me anything that's not, let's, everything should be in cool. So show me what's in auto or off or heat. Oh, I like that. So now it'll show me, oh, looks like I do have one that isn't off. I got to address that thermostat. So now we that's have the ability. That's great. 
Yeah, so if you, especially if you have a number of properties, it can get yes. tiresome looking for each individual one. And if we go a little bit further too, I just want to show you um, some of the lockout features that we mentioned before. Um, so on the thermostat, we here we have what's called passcode. Here we can actually enable a four-digit passcode, give it a custom code, whatever you want. And here you're allowing the occupants to make certain changes to the thermostat. So whatever is selected, they're they're allowed to change. Oh, that is so great. So right now I'm, I'm able to let these people at these thermostat change the temperature. But if they want to go into the settings and make any changes to the settings, the schedule, or yeah. change the system mode, they would need the four-digit passcode. Now, can you do does that have to be done individually? No, I can actually do that on a mass scale as well. So if I go back here, let's say all yep. these thermostats within my area, if I go to more, you'll see I have edit passcode. Yes. And then here I can just create a very simple passcode, let them have access to the temperature, but nothing else, and then apply mm -hmm. the change. What if you forget your passcode? Where does it, or can you change that? So as the admin for the Smart Buildings accounts, um, you'll be able to override anything. Okay. Your passcode. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Great. So th think of this as like the master account. So even if you yes. don't remember it, you could just go in there and make a new four-digit code. <laughs> okay. Okay. Great. Great. Yeah. Make That's nice great. Things. That's really great. Yeah. I think, like I said before, one of the issues is people trying to change the comfort settings for everybody and trying to change it, and um, it's just a it's challenging. Uh, one more what question about the. Uh, remember what you were going to say, but one more question about being able to change the duration of the temperature so like when i change it to say 70 degrees and it should be 69 it'll stay for three hours it'll stay for two hours it gives you that option can you do that um, for all of them as well exactly um we have a new feature for that as well so by default though if we go into the preferences section here we'll have all these different settings here including the hold action the manual override so if I select manual override uh, here, we have a number of different features. So if somebody goes to the thermostat, they decide they're too hot or too cold, they adjust the thermostat. So it's no longer running on the set temperature that it's scheduled for. It's now mm -hmm. at the new one that they've manually set at the thermostat. Here you select, will it last two hours, four hours, until next comfort preset. So that's oh, when the schedule changes, like or that. just indefinitely. And yeah, this does it on great. a mass scale. You could do it on an individual scale. And we have a new feature as well. So let's say you're the master of the account, right? And you mm -hmm. want to make a change. All I do is I want to make a change to a specific thermostat. I'm just going to go to set temperature here. I'm going to give it a new comfort setting. I'm actually going to do a customized one. I'm going to move that down a bit and move this up a bit. And here I can actually select how long it goes up to 12 hours. So as the master of the account, I have the ability to do anywhere between one to 12 hours. So let's say there's a special, um, someone's moving in for this day, and I know that the doors are gonna be open for a couple of hours. I'll choose six hours, I'll increase the set point so it's not you're cooling and blowing that air out the front door. And this way for six hours while they move in, they'll be able to maintain this temperature. Gotcha. Um, another thing I wanted to touch on as well is, is the preferences section. So if I select here and I select, okay, I wanna change the temperature range. Um, this way I can select the temperature range to anything in between here. That means the thermostat cannot physically be set higher or lower for heat or cool within this temperature range. 
So yeah, because sometimes I notice guests will try to change it up to like 84, and I'm like, it's really just unacceptable. Exactly. <laughs> or 87, and I'm like, no, uh -uh, I'm sorry, 87 is way too high. <laughs> and that's the thing. Some people, they'll set it really high or really low thinking it'll get there faster, but that's yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here I can actually limit to how high or low they can actually oh. set it. And if I combine that with passcode, that means they're only able to set it within those set points, but I'm still allowing them to change the temperature. So if mm -hmm. they try to crank it to 80, they'll stop at 72. Gotcha. If they decide that's not warm enough, I'm going to go into the settings and make the change. They'll need that four-digit passcode. Ha, ha, ha. Great. And then we just have the last section here called device info. And this just gives us information on the type of thermostat that's currently running. Uh, serial number. Here I can change the name to whatever I want. Um, yeah. Great. Great, yeah, that's that's great too. My only question is, and I'm afraid of what you're gonna say right now, but is this only available online and not in an app? So it is on an app. Yay! Um, it's called the Ecobee Smart Buildings app. Just look for the, the black icon. You'll see a green okay. one, you'll see an orange one. Um, the black one is the new Smart Buildings app. Well, bravo, bravo Ecobee for getting your app because as, you know, they should know we are hoteliers, we're entrepreneurs and rental entrepreneurs and investors and real estate tycoons that just don't have time to be in front of the laptop all day long. So we have to have an app for it. So that's great. I'm really excited. Yeah, we wanted to make sure to have an app for a lot of people in the same situation. A lot of our customers are on the go all the time traveling between different areas. So yes, that too. So I'm looking for it now, Ecobee Business, is that it? Or Smart Buildings, I see it. Yep, that's the one there. Yes, all right. Now, who can qualify to get one of these accounts? How many do you have to have as a minimum? You can have up to one thermostat if you want. Um, oh. With this new portal, it's a little bit different than our old commercial portal. With this portal, you can have an unlimited amount of people but it is, since we do make changes on a two-week basis and we are building it from the ground up, it is a subscription service, but it's only $20 per thermostat per year. So it's like a $1.60 something, cup of coffee basically a month. Mm -hmm. 20 per thermostat? Yep, per year. Okay. Per, oh, per year. Okay, I was like, yeah, that is kind of steep. Um, so, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, that's, I got, I'm not going to lie. That's expensive for me, for my, for my business model, for what I'm, you know, looking at doing with, um, my Ecobees. Like, I think it's amazing to have that, but the question then becomes, do I just do it manually? Do I do just do everything manually? And with the given app for free, um, it'll take a little bit more time. Or do, you know, is it worth it um, for 200 bucks a year extra to to have that capability? I'm not sure yet. So, just my my two cents. I appreciate you guys have your your set fee, but um, you will probably be able to find out whether or not that is going to be uh, something that's popular or not based on the consumer response. So, right. Yeah, understandably. And I think once we come out with more features like the user tenant feature, it'll be a lot more attractive. It is something yeah. that we're currently working on. But right now, uh, it is attractive for a lot of bigger businesses, the smaller businesses and renters, rentees. 
uh, like yourself, if they have uh, just under 16 thermostats, I mean, the residential portal would work fine. It just gets when you get a little bit more thermostats and you're willing to juggle maybe between or you're not wanting to juggle between different accounts anymore. This this account here and this platform would probably benefit you. My feedback, it's too expensive, but what a brilliant concept. And I think it's it's highly needed um, for some of the the big game players out there. Uh, you know, they they probably have to have something like this just to be able to manage what they're doing. So uh, there are property managers out there with 200 different units. So yeah, can you tell everybody where they can find this uh, Ecobee Smart Buildings again on your website and also in the app area? So if you you can find the Smart Buildings off our website at www.ecobee.com/smartbuildings. Uh, or if you can find the app, just it's on iOS or the Android Play Store. Just search for Ecobee and look for Ecobee Smart Buildings. It's the one with the dark, uh, the black icon. Yeah, it's like a navy blue black thing. It's really nice um, marketing. Is there anything else you'd like to add? So one thing I wanted to add here is you mentioned you had your assistant that looks after um, different parts of the thermostat uh, throughout the day. So if we go up to the top here, we have what's called team members. And here we can add an unlimited amount of team members. All I do is I put in their email address here. I can have three different roles. First is the owner, where they're able to see everything on the portal, all the thermostats, all the buildings, and any of the subscription information. If I select admin, they'll be able to see any of the buildings and any of the thermostats, but they'll not be able to see any of the subscription or billing information. If I select building manager, here I can actually assign certain buildings to them. So if they look after a certain area, here I can actually stack different buildings that they'll have access to. And once I give them access to those buildings, they'll only be able to see what's in those buildings, not any of the other ones that haven't been listed, and they won't be able to see any of the subscription information. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I think uh, this is fantastic. I think a lot of the bigger types of properties management companies are really going to get a kick out of this. It's going to streamline their entire business model from what they only wished was true. It's now in reality. So uh, Mike, thanks so much for, for teaching us about what this Ecobee Smart Buildings has offering the public now. I appreciate it. No problem. Yeah. Thank thanks you so much. For having me on here and explaining the program. Absolutely. I'm really glad. So thanks, guys. That's it for today. Thanks for listening to the Airbnb Entrepreneur Podcast. We're super stoked that you tuned in with us once again. And if you like what you hear, go to rentalpreneur.com to learn more. For those of you ready to join the short-term rental revolution and become an Airbnb host, you can do so by clicking on the link below in the SoundCloud show notes and or it's available also on my website and that'll get you started on Airbnb for free. Okay, well that's it for today guys. We'll see you on the flip side. <laughs>